Welcome to already our sixth episode of the podcast. Today we'll be talking about how to step into your light. How we get in our own ways at times, especially with fear. We let fear run our outer and inner lives. Let's talk about what fear does to our bodies and how. We act as if we are all psychics who are able to predict the future from fear-based places of thinking. Thinking that if this or that happens, it will be the worst thing in the entire world. Well, in fact, it might as well be the best thing that has ever happened to us, our biggest blessing. When I look at my own life, whenever I feel sad or down, and I look at the why, fear is often behind me feeling like this. It is often the reason. Fear for change, for example. If this happens, if this situation will occur in my life, then I'm assuming this and that will also happen as a consequence of it. First of all, let's start with the fact that it hasn't happened yet. So why are we picturing it in the first place? We're trying to predict the future based on fear. And a future that's predicted out of fear is wrong to begin with. It can never be correct. Because as we talked about many times, this universe is for our expansion. So if it ended badly in your fearful predictions of the future, it is not the end. Then second of all, let's talk about what our energy does when we're stuck in fear and what the energy of fear does to our bodies. Fear is one of the most crippling energies that is out there. If love is an expansive energy, fear does the opposite. It makes your world very small and it narrows your energy field. And what you're actually doing is blocking your own blessings from coming in because you're thinking so small-minded, calling in only things that are fitting that reality Things that are a vibrational match to the energy that you're putting out. So whenever something happens and you're noticing yourself tightening up and withdrawing in fear, realize that your ego and your attachments are playing the biggest part in this. Realize that whatever fearful thoughts are coming up can never be the truth because fear is only thinking from a limited perspective. So you're not open to a very important part of possibilities. One of the most important things is to be able to sit in fear and get so comfortable there. Because once you are, fear will disappear. Because in that moment, you're seeing the entirety of the situation, not the things that fear wants you to see. You see, for everything your mind calls a problem, are an unlimited amount of possible bettering, redirecting outcomes. One exercise that I love, and I make my coaches do it, is sit in the middle of our fear until you're very, very, very comfortable there. Because that's when you will see that the thing or situation you've been fearing isn't the end of the world as your ego and body is trying to tell you. So let's take the example of change. Often the thing people fear above all is change. Our egos are helping us stay attached to our current circumstances. Because in these current circumstances, we have the highest chance of survival. Because there are only situations that we already know and already have learned to navigate. Even if these situations are not serving us at all. 
But you see, our ego is just trying to help us survive instead of thrive. But our egos don't know or don't want to know because it's outside their purpose is that we thrive whenever we are able to sit in fear, discomfort and the unknown. Because only then we can start to see things clearly. So let's get ready to learn from the light, from being okay regardless. I am ready to start picturing the best case scenarios. Whenever a fear enters my mind right now, I redirect my limited thinking. First, allowing myself to picture my worst fear until I get comfortable in that scenario. And one of the beautiful things is that when I get comfortable there, I all of a sudden see different outcomes or solutions I hadn't seen before. But most importantly, I am showing my body that that situation does not mean my downfall, <laughs> as my ego is trying to tell me. And in the words of one of my amazing coaches, it might be the downfall of my ego because I'm taking my power back. And from that space, I can open myself up to an unlimited amount of beautiful, even better outcomes. I help myself by envisioning a few of these and then I release. This or something better, I tell the universe. I refuse to stay stuck in situations that make me unhappy or are not serving me. I refuse to stay in a situation that is not serving me just because it's familiar and my ego is loving it there. I refuse to stay in a situation because my ego is telling me, but what if? It sounds so easy, yet it is one of the most bravest things any person can ever do. Being willing to get comfortable in the unknown and in discomfort. And I get to be witness to this almost daily by seeing my coach stepping into that space. It never ceases to impress me. I am always filled with so much admiration when I see my coaches be so willing to sit in discomfort, whether it's sitting in the discomfort of being confronted with parts of the self that they don't like, or are painful to look at, or they are willing to try something new and step into something completely new in their lives beyond their comfort zones. So imagine you've done all of that and you sat in your fear, looked at it, gave it a face, got to know it, set in its worst case scenario, and seemed sort of comfortable there. Now what? The next step is to raise your vibrations. And one way to do that is by imagining the best case scenarios instead of what you've been doing before. Imagining the best case scenarios and don't stop. Sit in that feeling of it, not the outcome, but the feeling that that outcome will give you. For example, relief that you took that leap of faith and now you're better than where you started. So you feel relieved, grateful and proud of yourself for daring so greatly. Let go of the end results, but only connect to the feeling that it might give you if one of your best case scenarios would come true. Now say to yourself, Instead of learning from fear, I am ready to learn from the light, from situations that bring me joy, light, bliss, and happiness. I don't need heavy energies to learn. 
I am willing to learn from the light. And although it sounds like something that everyone wants, it is definitely not. The light scares people. Think about situations where things have been so incredibly good in your life. Where you look at your life, a situation or a person, and you think, wow, wow, this is amazing. Or this is going amazingly. How often is that thought followed by a what if? Or for how much longer? Thought. Or another situation running through your mind. You're trying to armor yourself again. Prepare yourself for the worst to come so you have a higher chance of being hurt less because you were prepared for it. And when I say it like this, it sounds so ridiculous. However, this is what most of us do. In those moments, say out loud, I am not afraid of temporary discomfort or pain, for I got me, regardless of what shows up in my life. Instead, I am willing to experience more love, ease, lightness, bliss, and happiness. Show me how things get better. One thing I find so beautiful is the power of our words. The way we phrase things. One law of the universe is ask and you will be answered. So I started to ask the universe different type of questions. Like, show me what I need to let go of to step into more light and ease in my life. Show me my next step to open the door to more love, abundance, bliss and joy in my life. These are just a few examples, but you get the idea. What I find so beautiful is not only will the universe answer these questions in unexpected ways. My experience is that once I asked, an answer will always find me. Whether if I like the answer or not, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> and as I'm saying this, I'm smiling because it's, it's so funny that we all want certain things in our lives, yet we aren't always prepared or willing to do the things we need to do to receive that. <laughs> so for example, you've asked the universe for more abundance in your life. So you phrased your question like this, show me my next step in order to receive more abundance in my life. And all of a sudden you get the insight that you need to quit your job. Chances are your ego will respond, trying to keep you safe in a known situation and you will respond with fear. I ask for more abundance. Quitting my job will bring me in financial uncertainty. So you're saying to the universe, I want this outcome. However, I'm only willing to do it on my terms. With my limited knowledge. Following this or that safe path. However, imagine you follow that answer. And you quit your job. You stay in the energy of trusting your guidance, sitting with your fear, getting comfortable there, and then imagining the best case scenarios. Two weeks later, you talk to a friend and the friend tells you that they are hiring at our company. You get three times the pay, but they're only searching for someone who is available starting right now. Since you already quit your job, you are available. If you wouldn't have listened to that guidance, you would not have been available and they would have gone with someone else. This is a radical example, but people do end up staying in comfortable situations because they fear temporary discomfort. 
being in the unknown and the first thing our egos do is remind us of the worst case scenarios instead of the best case scenarios. Once you take that power back, you are truly unstoppable. Stepping into that light takes courage, but above all, trust and surrender. If you've listened to my previous episodes, you have heard my journey with trust and surrender. (laughs) It was, and sometimes still is, a beautiful yet challenging journey, but I am here for it every freaking second of it. Because one thing I've noticed is that I cannot let my light shine if I do not trust the unknown and surrender to what wants and needs to unfold. Because I will constantly be in my own way for greater things to unfold. I will constantly be blocking these greater things with my limited thinking. I will keep trying to take back control with my limited ways of thinking. Because one thing I've learned is for my light to fully shine, I have to get comfortable in the unknown. For it will bring me places I have not been before. For sure, it will make me uncomfortable. And it will challenge new ways of being and thinking within me. So all that is left for me to do with that is to surrender and trust. So if like me, you've also loved being in control and your journey with letting go of control hasn't been as easy, I recommend to listen to my previous episodes for I take you with me on my own journey of letting go of control, surrender and trust. So one thing I've noticed in my journey in allowing my light to shine is that people and things will start to fall away. And people say this in general whenever they step into their healing journeys. And I've noticed that as well. However, right now, as I'm allowing to let my light shine more and more, I am noticing that it is challenging my relationship with attachments. Most of our struggles come down to attachments. And I'm not here preaching about releasing all of your attachments. However, I am here to share my thoughts about how attachments are also blocking our lights to fully shine. When I was aware of how much of my own light I was blocking from shining, the first thing that came to mind were all the things I was holding on to. Although I praise myself for having limited identifications, I am no fool. I know them well, but I also have attachments as to how I am perceived by others and above all myself. And whenever I catch myself having those, I gently try to release my attachments to how I'm perceived by others. And I fill myself up with radical self-acceptance. Next to my attachments to how I'm perceived, I have attachments to people, places, certain comforts and things. And again, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, we came to this earth as humans, living a human experience. And one of the most human things to do is to form attachments. (laughs) However, I am saying that many attachments are also blocking our lights from shining. A lot of us have people in our lives that we are attached to, but who aren't particularly good for the opportunity to let our light shine. The people that come around us with low frequency energies or trying to take from our energy fields. They can look like people who gossip, who constantly question you, 
who don't believe in your dreams, who are jealous of you, etc., etc. And again, all of these things are human experiences. And most of us have these things inside of us in one way, shape, or form. However, as I was letting my light shine more and more, I was or am noticing that my attachments to certain people would hold my light back from shining. And I'm not willing to do that anymore. So in this journey, I'm actively releasing my attachments. That doesn't mean I don't love. It's quite the opposite. To love means to let go with love. Love does not have any attachments. Attachment isn't love. Attachment is fear. For example, you attach to someone because you enjoy having that person in your life. But why are you attaching? It's because you fear not receiving that thing from that person anymore. And above all, you fear how that will make you feel. Same goes for things, situations and feelings in your life. And again, I'm not saying don't attach. I'm saying some attachments might block you from letting your light shine. That might be attachments to people, things and situations. So these days I try to attach to as little things as possible. Or at least observe my attachments and see if this attachment is serving me or blocking my light from shining. And every time I'm noticing my energy field becoming smaller with fear, I am looking deeply into myself, seeing what attachment I am holding on to. Whether it being an attachment to a person, a situation, an outcome or a thing. For nowadays, I am not willing to dim my light for anyone or anything. And that includes, above all, myself. For I deserve to shine and be the best version of myself that I came here to be. And I won't, above all else, let my own fears dim my light. For I am willing to experience the passing feeling of discomfort and uncertainty. For I know it is only temporary and it will pass. This way I'm able to follow my inner guidance regardless and I'm ready to let my own light shine more and more every single day. And the beautiful part is as soon as your willingness is there to release your attachment and to step into that higher frequency of your light, that's when things automatically will start to fall away. Things, situations or people that are not vibrating at your frequency. For it won't be a vibrational match anymore. It might all of a sudden not feel right anymore. Or it will cause friction of some sorts. Or a situation might happen that will cause that thing, situation or person to be taken from your life. Often you see people will start to back off at this point. Saying, okay, I want my light to shine, but in these these conditions. Again, letting fear lead. That is not your light talking. What would your light say? What would your light need? What would your light do? This is the crossroad often people go back into lower vibrations again. Letting fear lead and dim their own light. And letting attachments to people, places, outcomes and things control them. If you don't fight it, but see it for what it is, Release whatever it is that isn't in your alignment anymore. The door will be opened for you. 
to step into more light, love, ease, bliss, and happiness than ever before. Tell the universe, show me how it gets better. I am ready. I am not saying that releasing these things, situations, or people won't bring a temporary feeling of pain, grief, sadness, or discomfort. Because it will. But once you allow yourself to move through that, I promise you, better and more beautiful things are waiting for you. So, this was it for this week's episode. I am sending you so much love and endless light.